What's up, everybody? Welcome to Junction City Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Martinez. With me today is Colby Peterson. How's it going? Hey, John Miles. Shane Forster. <laughs> Hello. That was really serious. That was really serious. <laughs> so let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, what's What's been going on this week, guys? What have you guys been doing this week? Uh, State of the Union. Did you guys watch that? I did. Yeah. I was, yeah. Think, I was on Twitter. I mean, like, yeah, what's been going on this week, John? <laughs> oh. Like, so homecoming was this week I went for to my work. boys. Oh, really? For my son. Oh, yeah. My How son. did that go? That was all right. I saw the pictures. Yeah. Yeah. He, handsome young man and lady. Yeah. He, uh, it, was a, it was a whole ordeal. So apparently, uh, if, if you take a child from, if your child asks a kid from a different school, there's like a whole process. They have to fill out a form. What? The the kid from the other school, their administrator has to sign off on them and everything. Wow. Yeah, it was wow. crazy. Crazy. So like my son found out about this the night before the dance. So we were like I was emailing administrators all like last minute. It was crazy. My son got to go out with um his date and they had a good time. Great evening for the two of them. Good, good couple of kids. And I had this conversation this weekend about homecoming because I don't, I didn't let my son go. Um, oh yeah. Back when I, I was in school, it's like sixteen was the age you got to go to homecoming, right? My son's fourteen. I didn't let him go. I don't think he was going anyway. Shade, um, <laughs> but <laughs> you didn't have a date. No, no. Okay. Hey, no, 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 no. Get one anyway. Hold up. So next year he won't be able to go either. But I said, hey, if there's like a senior girl that's not going to the dance, you're allowed to ask her because I don't want her missing out. There's some good kids that go up to that school. Tutor solid. Yeah. Gee. No, I don't want to be a jerk about He's it. On, he can go on pity dates and that's it. <laughs> that, that, that's kind of part of the conversation. The but, I, but I also I brought this up. I'm like, if you're gonna go, you and your buddies. And you don't really like any girls, like, like. Do you guys remember all your dances? Who you went with? I went to mm, one dance, kinda. and it right. was with my wife. Right. Okay. That's it. Um, so I'm like, I do I'm like, make dances. a splash. I'm like, the other school, their administrator has to sign off on them and everything. Wow. Yeah, it was wow. crazy, crazy. So like, my son found out about this the night before the dance. So we were. Well, like I was emailing administrators all like last minute. It was crazy. But the uh, shout out to Ogden High School. My son got to go out with um, his date and they had a good time. Great evening for the two of them. Good good couple of kids. And that's what, that's <laughs> what my weekend was like. <laughs> what was your weekend like, John? My kid had pink eye. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. No. Just leave it. Just go. Yeah. Move on. Pink eye. Move on. Pink eye in the miles home. Move on yeah. or I'm going to bring it. I can. <laughs> Shane's all. I got more. Yeah. I got more. Yeah. Do not tempt. All yeah. Right. So I realized, I realized this weekend that, uh, you know, I was doing homework, trying to get through the MBA program and I would take breaks, right? You're doing all the studying, take a break, getting ready for the midterm. And I would stand up and walk around our, our townhouse and I would tr- just turn off lights. Like the children are, every light upstairs is on, but no one is up there. So you turn all the lights off and then you go back downstairs and then I do some more studying. And then, you know, half an hour later, go, you know, stand up, take a little break, walk around. And once again, every single light is on. I was like, dude, this is, this is what being a dad is. Just walking around, turning lights off, complaining about the electric bill. That's what it is. 
Wait till the thermostat starts getting messed with. <laughs> oh, dude. Mm-hmm. Then you're just like... Dude, the light thing never... My kids are 14. The light it pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, right. No, like, I, what I, is this? Am- I started buying those Amazon switches or the uh, Alexa, uh-huh. so I can be upstairs and be like Alexa, sh- <laughs> me shut too. basement lights off. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, because I mean, you know no one's using them. I mean, or from your phone. You just I flip yeah. them all off from my phone all yep. the time. It's it's well worth the money. Fifty pays bucks a itself. switch, but it pays for itself. I love it. See, and then I know our audience can't see in the studio, but you see Kobe. In shape, Shane, not so much. See, Kobe's, Kobe's going up and down the <laughs> stairs. He's walking around, He's turning, walking around turning off lights. Fast forward. And Shane's like, Fast forward, no, like I'm not going down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. Alexa, I'm do I'm that not. shit yourself. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Dude, you guys remember that commercial where it was like, garbage can, turn on the TV. <laughs> Dude, I that was so funny. I was like, yeah, that's, that's what life is like. Hey, for like a week, Amazon's been trying to sell me a smart microwave. If you don't put anything in the microwave, why are you just... Who's just from across the room turning on the microwave? <laughs> that like, really doesn't make any microwave sense. Microwave shut off. I, maybe I would turn it on. Yeah, that. I mean, to avoid minute. that. Hey, hey, hey! Smart How many microwave. times have you had popcorn in there and you got to shut it off the three seconds before the popcorn oh, no. button? Oh, no? no, is your Zach good? N- to not no. wake anybody up? I've uh, decided. I, 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 that's happened to me. I cut off right before it's ever going to burn because you know what? I don't need. That's those what last I'm saying. But you're not there. Like pops. you can be like microwave shut off and he shuts off. Like you know. One minute, 43 seconds. That's all you need. Well, that's, oh, really, that's wow. really exact. <laughs> For your microwave, you burnt some popcorn. <laughs> oh, I know. You can tell. You can hear it in his voice. It's like, <clears throat> ah, I've been there before. Yeah, this ain't my first rodeo, kid. <laughs> Shane, what have you been doing? Um, so my daughter's birthday is tomorrow. And I've been thinking about oh, that. Man. Happy birthday to her. Yeah. She's like... The master manipulator in her family. Oh. She runs the show. <laughs> Shade. <laughs> like, she says the funniest stuff. Like, she's like, did you just take a shower? And I go, yeah. And she, like, walks away. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, not taking a shower. <laughs> <laughs> it's, How dare you? Yeah. How dare you? No, she's awesome. <laughs> she's, she's a, Does she listen? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's going to listen. Oh, she's yeah. going to love this Good. stuff. Oh, yeah. She's going to be a uh, immigration lawyer. Awesome. Oh, that's what I have her oh, doing right nice. now. Needed. We'll see. So fierce. Yeah, she's All a right. badass. So, well, let's get into it then. All right, things we're talking about today, this week, things that happened this week. Uh, state of the Union. What is the State of the Union? I don't I mean, even care. <laughs> like to talk about. Dude, burn it all that, to the ground. That. Dude, I'll be honest. The last. Last year I was pumped for it. I couldn't wait to hear what he said. And this year I'm just like, I know what he's gonna say. Yeah, hey, you know, I we, mean, were, we were at a basketball game, man, and and I completely forgot it was going on. Yeah, hmm. I mean, honestly, it's just a bunch of political rhetoric. I liked watching yeah. Obama because he got me fired up because I liked what he said. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There were a lot of Republicans on Facebook today, totally fired up by it. Just like, oh, I love it when he speaks. My grandma said that, and I was just like, <laughs> what? I wanted to be like. Yeah. Where the fuck does that come from? <laughs> I, I agree with you, though, John, because, like, when Obama was the was the president, um, when I was an undergrad, I would listen to podcasts at night, and so I remember listening to his States of the Union, mm-hmm. and, like, it was, it was really inspiring stuff, and, you know, you walked out of it, like, you felt like, yeah, I, this could really happen, you know, and he would lay out, but then I got, like, jaded as the year would go on. I was like, none of this yeah, is going to happen. Like, none of it is actually going to happen, so I stopped <clears> watching <throat> State of the Union Address. Yeah. Because... It's not going to happen. And honestly, all he's trying to do is 
bait us, make us mad, anything he says to us. You know what I liked? Because uh, I, I would watch also for, I would watch Obama's State of the Union because I liked the hope, the inspi- inspirational messages and stuff. But then I started watching to see who was standing and who was sitting. Yeah. Mm. Just because, like, it's very telling. And, and where that whole tradition, I guess, yeah. came from, right? Like, what the f- All right, the I watched it. I admit, fuck I watched is that? It. Like, so, so my favorite part last night was the, when... Tr- oh, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. So when Trump said that he's bringing, he brought all the jobs back and he put more women to work than ever uh-huh. and, and all the Democratic Congresswomen all stand up and they start pointing <laughs> to themselves. They're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think he they're, got the joke. They're right? raising the roof uh, yeah, yeah. and they're like, you weren't supposed to stand up. You weren't supposed to do that. And they're like, fuck off. Like, you know what huh. I mean? I mean, they're all high-fiving each other. <laughs> it was awesome. That's funny. What did you think of them dressing in white? I think it's great symbolism. Yeah, because so next year, uh, 2020, is the 100th anniversary of the 19th Amendment, which gave mm-hmm. you know every person the right to vote regardless of their uh, sex, gender. So I liked it. I liked the symbolism of it. One thing I did notice with that, though, is that those who are running for president, especially the women, did not wear white. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, what? Elizabeth Warren wasn't wearing it. Kamala Harris was not. Huh. Kirsten Gillibrand was not. Um, Are you for real? Yeah, you have to look at it. And so I don't know. It? I mean, wait, 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 which, was it was it Congress? Was it just Congress that did it? Well, uh, yeah, everybody was in there, right? Yeah, I mean, so it's both chambers. Um, you know, that's a good point. I don't know if senators. I don't think the senators did. It or did. Not. Maybe it was just the House. Yeah. So that's a good point. I'm not. I'm not sure on that. What was it supposed to symbolize? Uh, so the suffragettes wore white as a oh, symbol, right, um, right. you know, when they were fighting for the 19th Amendment. I mean, the biggest thing that came out of that was the Pelosi clap. Oh. Yes. Right. Oh, my the God. Pelosi clap. Well, and her shuffle in the papers. I feel like that was another. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just in the back. <laughs> yeah. Lips like, I don't know. Like, I was telling my, my wife was like, is this normal? I was like, this is not normal. This is the weirdest <laughs> state of the union I've ever seen. Yeah. One thing. Well, that, that was his third one, right? Second. second. Is it second? Yeah. Yeah, you don't do one the first year. You do inauguration okay. and then. So he didn't do the. F- yeah. Because I remember last year and I thought it was really good, right? And I'm like, oh my gosh, he might be normal. And then Van Jones made the statement like, he became president oh, tonight. Yeah. Well, he's done that before. I, do I know. That. I know. And I'm like, Van. Good I'm old like, Van. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, all right, this is it. Like, he's going to be normal. And then the next day, he just fucked it all up with his tweets. <laughs> like, it's like he's back to like hating everybody. Like, yeah, that that clap though, that clap was. I mean, that's gonna be a meme for ten years. Oh, it's it has been oh, already. I think yeah. it's gonna be in a history book, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, as as memorable as the clap was, the thing that that made me laugh the most of of Nancy of Speaker Pelosi's you know facial expressions was when Trump talked about um, partisan investigations. Oh, oh man, yes. like you know, because he's doing this alliteration thing where he's yeah. like, you know, and then yeah, he's like, you know, these partisan investigations that she was just like, oh, <laughs> come on, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, right, mm-hmm. sit down, mm-hmm. like, that's enough. <laughs> like it was just, it was amazing. I, right. I like that one. And then, and then, uh, what did we think about Stacey Abrams? Oh, mm. she was so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, Didn't I was see it. I was waiting. <laughs> Skipped it. <laughs> no, it was it was really good. Yeah, like bedtime, bro. 
I, 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 I watched it on, uh, full disclosure, I watched it on the way over here. Mm. I don't understand. Like, why? why Dan, uh, don't be watching stuff while you're driving, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand this. Because uh, Obama did this too. But, like, why do they pull these stories out of, like, mm. these really specific stories, like, out of their lives? I, I guess I don't get that. Like, to me, I, like, she pulled the story like out she was. where um, um, her her dad, like, they they drove to go pick up her dad, and he didn't have a jacket because he gave it to some homeless guy because her dad knew that they were coming to pick him up. And d- do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that the like, reason— I don't— I, I mean, I feel like we were poor too. But my dad wouldn't like, and my dad would have given that jacket to somebody too. But he wouldn't have said that shit. You know what I mean? Like, he would have been like, real. he would have been like, yeah. shut the fuck up. I'm fucking cold. Where the fuck is the food? You know what I mean? Like, he wouldn't have been. Yeah, why? Uh, like, ah. Uh. Maybe she yeah. just had better parents than me. Then, but like, uh, I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, I, just, I don't know. Yeah. She was probably paraphrasing. <laughs> <laughs> My mom would have been like, I don't give a fuck. I just bought you that jacket. <laughs> right? Like, uh, whose dad says that? Yeah. Whose dad says that shit? Who's, he's like walking in the fucking rain <laughs> on the way home from a 20-mile hike, you know? And, and he's both like, ways. And he's like, I just knew you guys were coming for me. No, motherfucker. <laughs> no. No, it's like fucking. Like I remember, my dad specifically would be like, "Get the fuck out!" Like, oh god, like being just pissed off at shit, you know, for no reason, for us talking out of turn, you know, and like. And then he'd smack you, right? Yeah, and he would smack you. Say this shit like that, you know. I, I just don't get. I just those are the stories. I just think uh, we as Democrats should be embracing those stories. <laughs> but they need to be more realistic. Is that what you're yeah. yeah, let's just let's be, let's real, just be a real. more realistic. <laughs> yeah, can we, please? Well, I think that maybe she was able to remember some of those things because, I mean, uh, maybe her dad kept a calendar from. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, sorry, bad callback. But uh, but but in all truth, I I, I was sort of anticipating her speech because I had heard you know the, some of the buzz around her that she's a great speaker and mm-hmm. to be honest, I didn't see much um, from her, you know her speeches when she was running for uh, governor of Georgia, and I was honestly really impressed. And to kind of answer your question, like why this story, like why is she telling this? I think that you know she plans to run for higher office than right, you know, right. Georgia, like maybe the That's, Senate or something mm-hmm. else, um, or you know if, if a Democratic president wins in 2020, she may be up for a, sort of a cabinet position. And I think that the reason that she was telling those kinds of stories is to say, "This is who I am. This is where I come from," um, so that people can kind of relate. Yeah, uh, that's the only. It's, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, there's a reason why they put her up there. Way. Uh, she's a great speaker. Yeah, I and, thought she was good. Though. And she's very inspirational too. Like I, I liked what she said. Um, I just, it's funny because Obama did it too. Obama did it a lot. He would he would pull people from you know, oh, yeah. this guy right here, um, Joe from Canada, Joe, or Joe from wherever you know. <laughs> he he's working twenty hours a week at so and so and has to pay for cancer and da, 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 right. But they all do it right. Yeah. Um. And I and I. I mean, I she, get she it, is going to run for like, senator in Georgia. I think and so. She's got to, right? Yeah, yeah. That's why yeah, she's there. For sure, for sure. They're trying to set her up right now. 
But yeah, I think she was good. I thought that she gave a speech that was not stiff, which is what a lot of people talk about. Like sometimes the, you know, the, the, the response speech can be tough because, you know, it's, it's kind of awkward. You don't have the same kind of card. Like, I think it's awkward, like that there are all these people standing behind her and that like no one claps or anything. They're just like <laughs> yeah. standing there staring at her head. Just kind of like that back was. there. Yeah. Like, so it's like, all right. Uh, how do I become that guy? Yeah. Like, I want to be the guy like that's right to the side, like right here. You want to you know be behind? I mean? yeah. Do you guys remember well, Bobby Jindal? Yeah, Bobby Jindal. Oh, yeah. He, he, did, he had one of those speeches once. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was yeah, the last did. time I remember him. Like, exactly. Because well, yeah. it wasn't good. We, well, he almost ruined LSU football. <laughs> yeah. Taxes yeah. so much, they almost shut their football down. And they were like, get rid of this fucker. Well, <laughs> like, the, the State of the Union is like the, the most whole yeah. thing the president does. He's just like laying out all of his ideas for the year. So anybody who likes him, like, you know, it's basically to fire up the people that like him and try to sell his agenda. So anybody who's doing the response kind of has to shit all over that. <laughs> Which is not a great. I think, though, that Stacey Abrams, but, like I said, did a good job. You know what? I um, And this is a good segue point um, for us anyway. Uh, she did talk about how Georgia is taking away their Medicaid, right? They're doing basically the same thing that Utah's trying to do with Prop 3, mm. right? And I think it works well with us and what we want to talk about today, kind of our main story, the meat of what we want to talk about. Um, Prop 3, the Medicaid expansion, and I think that, what is it? Um uh, SB 96? SB 96. Yeah, yeah so, um, I mean... Because there's a lot going on with this, right? Yeah, there is. Um, and I and I wondered if either you guys, any of you had kind of maybe put together kind of a timeline of how things have happened. I mean, are you aware of anything that's happened since then until, you know, this recent debate? Before the recent. Yeah, since since November. Yeah. Because um, I'm not. Um, no, I know that they were waiting for a... Uh, financial report from I think the budget office it was supposed to be out last week as far as how much it was going to cost but everybody knows it's going to cost three times more than what prop three was going to cost so but that was the that was the one piece of news that I knew was supposed to come you're talking about the fiscal note for SB 96 yeah for 96 yeah here's here's the price tag on this plan as opposed to what we know prop three was going to cost right okay right so the replacement's going to cost three times. Is that right? Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah, if they don't. What Christensen's bill does, which is the same thing that they passed actually last year, uh, I think it was Spendlove's bill, but they basically passed this thing. Christensen's bill wants to basically revert to what they passed before Prop 3 came through. But he's saying, we're going to pay actually 30%, but then we're going to apply for this waiver because we don't comply with Obamacare. So we're going to apply for a waiver from the federal government. Nobody's ever gotten this waiver before, but the federal government assures us that we're going to get this waiver. So, and, right. and this is all Senator Alan Christensen from uh, North Ogden uh, right. covers a good a good chunk of Weber County, especially up in the valley, yeah, North Weber Ogden. County. Yeah, and uh, kind of loops around. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's Senate District 19. <clears throat> yeah, so it's all riding on this. Like everybody says. We know it's going to cost three times more than this other plan that you guys already did. It's already passed. Yeah, but... Codified into law. But we're going to do it based on this idea we have that the Trump administration is going to give us a waiver. But everybody, I mean, if you think about that just for a second, there's going to be, there might be, a new presidential administration in two years. So then there's a whole new, you know, Department of Housing and Human Services or whatever. 
uh, so that that waiver could just be repealed. We could, even if we got that waiver, which isn't guaranteed. And I mean, my understanding of it is the reason that they don't want to, well, that they may actually end up not wanting to give us that waiver is because if they give some state the waiver that says, yeah, we're going to pay all this extra money to cover your Medicare people, every other state is going to come clamoring for the money too and say, you gave it to them, give it to us. So right. Especially right, those that got in the pool early, so, right? Right. So their plan, though, covers 50,000 less people. Mm. Right. It yeah. goes from the 138% poverty line to 100%. Right. So. Um, yeah, we're going to cover less people for more money. Right. Exactly. And tell me this. So the 0.015 that we're adding to our taxes. Yeah. So it's and added to short, the sales tax. Right. The, and on the sales tax. And that's short. Right. We're going to be, there's going to be a shortfall on that up 50 million in two years and 70 million in three years. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've what's what's wrong with raising that a little bit? How come that is not an option? That's a really good question because I mean, as it sits now, like we're talking about, uh, I saw a comparison. I think it was an op-ed from the Salt Lake Tribune that said, if you know this, the current tax as it sits basically adds a penny to your movie ticket, a penny. That's what I saw today too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, it's, so I, I I take your point. It's like, well, what if it's two pennies? And does that make up for the shortfall? Right. And the money. What I saw is every household in Utah to cover this shortage every year, it would be around eleven. Excuse me, eleven dollars a year. Oh wow, hmm. that's a that's per Seven, household. Seven hundred thousand households. You know what I mean? So if you have right, so it's eleven bucks. It's a dollar a month. Less, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So so how come this kind of thing is an option? They, they it sounds like a lot of money, right? But for me. To cover fifty thousand people, twenty-two thousand children total come on that. I'll pay a dollar a month. I'll I'll give it yeah. away. Yeah, and I think that the the because the cost is is has really been the crux of the, of the Republican you know argument for this right is that you know we're worried about the thing they're worried about about Medicaid you know blowing up the state budget and and ruining <clears throat> their you know their AAA you know credit rating so. The, the, the whole idea is like, well, we need to you know, head this off in 2023 and 2024 when they foresee serious problems, you know, these I, shortfalls showing and up. I, I feel like they are just against it. They are against the whole idea of it. Well, and they've said they've said as much, right? Right. That I'm... Th- Alan Christensen said, Christensen said it. Philosophically right? opposed to yeah. Medicaid, right? Right. Uh, to me, the, the, the biggest thing with, with, like, with this and how it's kind of baked into SB 96 is, so you talked about the federal waiver, right? If the federal waiver does not come through, basically Prop Three, as it's passed, is dead. Right. It doesn't, and, that, and you revert back to the bill passed in 18's legislative session. Right. So, so Prop Three, which was passed by 54 percent of the voters, right? 54 is, is yeah. the number. Yeah. Statewide, is effectively null and void because of this one bill that you know, that they you know a lot of Democrats and some Republicans offered to amend said, hey, let's put in this amendment that says, well, if we don't get the federal waiver, then at least portions of Prop 3 will remain so that we're not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Right. That was turned down on the Senate floor, said, nope, we're not doing it. Sorry. And so, so uh, they Democrats- So basically are, all or nothing. Yeah. Democrats are really frustrated because it's like, why, why are you doing this? Because, you know, and Republicans are saying, well, we're going to get this waiver. We're going to, like John talked about, we're going to get this waiver. We, we have strong assurances from the federal government that this is going to happen. So we feel confident. 
but what if they're wrong? And then if in that case, like, why is there not a plan B to honor the will of the voters, right? The voters have told the state legislature, we are willing to raise taxes to cover the most vulnerable people in our society. Why is that being thrown away simply because, you know, you, you weren't willing to put a certain amendment into the bill? They probably love the idea of being able to come together in two years and say, well, this new Democrat administration screwed us, and now we have all this extra cost to cover these Medicare people, so we have to raise your taxes here, here, and here. No, 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 no. they're not going to raise taxes. They're going to just cut Medicaid as well. <laughs> well yeah, like we have that, to cut like, all these people To be off. honest, like that's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, like, they right. will not raise taxes. They will not. It took a ballot initiative to raise taxes. People right. you know, at 54% had to say, yes, we will raise it, You know, like, like Shane said, 0.015% so that we could raise the funds to cover 150,000 more people in our in our state. Right. They're not going to raise taxes. We have like a billion dollar surplus, is that right? Yes. In our state. We're trying what? To I hear people talking what? about that. Yeah. Yeah. What do you what, We're trying where? to decide what to do with a billion dollars. No, no, we're giving it back. We don't we don't build schools, we don't spend money ahead of time. We don't fix roads, but it's the people's money, so we need to immediately give it back. Right. So the speaker, Brad Wilson, has proposed yeah, $225 million tax cut. Right. And then uh, the governor is interested in, and the way that this would work is um, he wants to tax services more because the economy is, is growing, right. you know, become more of a service-based economy, less on you know, tangible products, yeah, right. goods. And so that that's going to kind of make up for that money that they can give back. But... uh. But yeah, man, I mean, like I said, the the whole argument around SB 96 has been, well, we can't afford it. We just can't. You know, this is just going to blow a hole in in the state's budget. And so, um, but I got some numbers here because I wanted to talk about like, well, what could this look like for Weber County? Right. Uh Like if we actually, you know, if, if Prop 3 were to be left alone and we actually were to say, okay, uh, 150,000 more people are now on Medicaid. Like, what does that look like? So. As it sits right now, with the way that Medicaid is, you know, based on the last numbers that we have, which are from 17, um, 12.1% of Weber County is on Medicaid, right? So we're a, a population of 250,000 people. It's a quarter million people live here in the county. So of those, so 12.1%, that's 30,000 people, 30,400 people, roughly. Hmm. That's all ages, right? Uh, yeah, that's everyone. That's yeah. everyone in, in, in the county. But the thing that was most striking to me about this is like, okay, well, the state provides kind of a, a Medicaid report that you kind of, and it, they break it down by county, and then they also break it down by um, by sort of demographic. So they say children ages, you know, this to, you know, probably zero to 18 or to 17, right? And then you're 18, right. you're an adult. And then how many are adults? And then, then they, they have a little bit more where they say, okay, if you are disabled or, you know, impaired in some way, there's some percentage. So based on kind of those those different groups, that segmenting, in Weber County, 59% of the people that are covered of that 30,000 that we brought up, 59% are children. So the vast majority of people being covered in the county are kids. They're just kids. That's 17,000 people, right? And so the other piece is 18.3% of people covered in the county are disabled in some way, right? They, they can't work for whatever reason or they don't qualify for any sort of insurance benefit from whatever part-time job they are able to work, so they rely upon Medicaid for their, their expenditure. So adding those two together, that's 77.3% of 
all Medicaid recipients within Weber County. So of the 30,400 that we talked about, 23,500 are children or disabled. Wow. So, you know, we're out here complaining about like, oh, I don't, I don't know, you know, should we do this? Like, we're talking about the most vulnerable people in the county. Like, that's... No. Right, right, right. They get portrayed as the the lazy people, the lazy ones. Yeah, yeah right. a little bit of irony. Pick up your bootstraps. Al- yeah. Alan Christensen is a pediatric dentist. Oh, what up? <laughs> so, I mean, can you imagine all the kids that could go to Alan Christensen and get their teeth worked on? Yeah, could, could. But if we don't get the waiver, they won't. <laughs> so I, I decided I, I couldn't find numbers on like, okay, how many how many more people would be covered. In uh, if we actually left Prop 3 as it sits here in Weber County. I was trying mm-hmm. to find something from like Weber Morgan Health or something. Couldn't find it. So I just took the percentages that we just talked about and worked off that 150,000 number. So statewide Medicaid enrollment is 415,000 people statewide, right? That's actually down 0.8% from the previous year. So Medicaid enrollment is actually going down, right? But if we added that 150,000 new people, if we stuck with you know that percentage, 12.1% of people in the county are on Medicaid, if that holds true, that means 18,000 new people would be on Medicaid. But if we keep the same ratios that we just talked about, 77.3%, that means 14,000 of those 18,000 are children or someone who's disabled. Now, that's not to say that like those numbers are absolutely gonna hold, because what I'm thinking is like if the majority of, of, of people covered are children, probably by expanding Medicaid, you will just simply cover their parents you know, which is good for the family, right? Now, everyone in the family can receive medical care. But I mean, but we're talking about, you know, like I said, once again, like it's probably still gonna be the majority of people covered, children and folks who are disabled. So why are we doing it this way? Like, why are we are we fighting over, oh, you know, it's the cost and blah, blah, blah. Like when we have mechanisms like Shane said, well, why don't we just raise it, you know, amend the bill so that it's, you know, a little bit more money so that we can cover those. Like, like we're genuinely covering less people. Like. Like John, like you said, we're covering less people and paying more for it in the front end. For why? Right. Because we don't want to amend SB 96. Right. Because we already had this idea to get the government to give us money. They're against it. And they said as much. Like, yeah, we would have done this years ago. Right. I mean, we could have done this, what, eight years ago? Had the Medicaid expansion. We're one of like 14 states that hasn't done it yet. Right. Yeah. So I read this op-ed in the Salt Lake Tribune by Robert Gerke. Gerke says that, um, or if it's Gerke, I apologize to him. That's Gerke. <laughs> okay, it's, it's, it's Gerke, Okay, right? good, good, good. Um, so he talked in his op-ed about some, some kind of things that Republicans are claiming on the Senate floor during debate that were questionable, right? Things like, oh, you know, uh, other other state legislators from states that have passed Medicaid are telling me, don't do this. This has been bad for our state. He pulled the numbers and he found that, you know, it actually was a boon for the economy in those states because they hired more. I, saw, I read that same article. Yeah, yeah. Go on. I'm sorry. Yeah, they, they hired more uh, health professionals to cover this. Hit. Right. And the other thing that he talked about was like, so there's this hospital assessment is a tax on hospitals. So since more people are covered, they no longer have to write off emergency care they can get paid for that, right? So they're paying less. And if you were to add that, plus um, I guess there's a problem with the inflation formula for the years 2023 and 2024, where we really start to see a problem with this. So Representative Ray Ward from Davis County has an amendment to the bill, which hopefully will be 
passed, we'll see in the House, because now it's gone down there, the SB 96 has been passed. If you were to amend that inflation formula, you would actually see a surplus of $195 million by 2024. It would pay for itself and then some. If you add the, the difference in hospitals not having to write off that medical care, mm-hmm. it goes up to $270 million. It pays for itself, plus the boon to the economy, plus the increase in coverage, right? So why are we having this fight? It just is maddening. Like people are trying to amend this bill and they're just not. I mean, eventually we're going to win this one. People right? want it, right? They yeah, want it. They want it. And it's growing. Um, the more people learn about it. I, th- I think the numbers scare people. And I was reading today that some of these numbers at Christensen Stadium are inflated. Instead of 70, they think it's more like 52. Um, yeah, they just, for whatever reason, well, we know why they don't want it. They want smaller government, but it's coming, and I wish they would embrace it. Um, Especially, so, go ahead. No, I was going to change the subject. So, Well, well I was going to say, especially when, you know, if, if the numbers hold the way that they do across the state for the way that they hold in Weber County, right? I mean, the most vulnerable people in our society, man, I in mean, our state. Well, so interesting news on that. That it actually passed just today. I'm reading this article out of, out today. Of committee? Went out of committee in the House today. Jim Dunnigan, who is the sponsor of the bill in the House. So yeah. so Christensen has the Senate version, Dunnigan has the House version. The House is voting to send the House version to the floor. Dunnigan just voted against it. And he's the co sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> so then they're asking him, are you going to withdraw your sponsorship? And he's just not commenting right now. Yeah, I saw Ben Winslow what? tweet that that picture. Yeah, no, he and then a, he's fist bumping Alan yeah, Christensen. He still bumps Christensen, yeah. but he says, well, the people in my district, they didn't support it. So so to me, there's nine people in that committee. He's like, yeah, I'm going to vote against gonna it. He knows it's going to pass. He knows it's going to pass. I don't want to deal with the bullshit exactly. that people are going to give me. Right. Right. He's like, but if it, but God, if it was that's his deciding vote. assholes these guys are. Like, <laughs> right? they know they can do that. Yeah. They know they can fist bump outside. <laughs> they know nobody's going to talk about it. Nobody cares. They're yeah. just going to vote for him. Yeah. You know, they're in there. He's like, hey. Hey, hey, are you guys, are we good on the numbers? All right. I'm going I'm 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 to vote gonna go, against I'm going to go no now. All right. All right. Oh, wow. And everyone's like, wow. whoa, that's crazy. And he's like, yeah, man, that's awesome. Yeah, bro. I got you. I got you, bro. <laughs> oh, man. That is. So what can we do about that, Kobe? Who do I call or write or you, send your state senator? A nasty letter. You're in twenty. Who's that new guy? Yeah, but I mean, you got to call your house rep at this point. You got to have to call your state house rep. So here yeah, in Weber right. County, fecal matter. <laughs> don't do that. So here in Weber County, I mean, that's House District Seven. It's Kyle Kyle Anderson, right? Representative right. Anderson, House yeah, District call Eight. All those new guys. That's uh, well, Kyle Anderson is is not new. He's still new, but. In House District Half 8, Steve Waldrup, House yeah. District 9, Cal Musselman, House District 10, Democrat, Lou Shirtliff, like we talked about last episode. Lou. I mean, 11, you know Kelly Miles, 12, Mike Schultz, 29, Lee Perry. Call them all. Call those people. Cause and when tell this, them what? And say. Tell them all you live in their district. Tell them that you have these concerns with the way that this bill is written, that it needs to be amended, that there needs to be debate, and that people need to be willing to change this bill because if they leave it as is, and we don't get that waiver, Prop 3 is dead. And it doesn't matter that 54% of the state voted for Medicaid expansion. We just get what the state legislature passed in 2018, which is not what people wanted more than what they gave us, right? Hence the ballot initiative. 
Yeah. I say tell them that it's irresponsible to gamble on getting a waiver from the government that could just get revoked at any time based on who's in there. That that financial right. report I was talking about that did mm-hmm. come out said seventy one million. Right, that's the one I saw. Yeah, that so so that's what I want is I want what, I'm gonna take your little snippet of what you said and what you said. I'm gonna put it in a nice little bow. I'm gonna send it out to everybody. Yeah. Toss some swear words in it, make it yours. Toss some swear words in it. <laughs> Put a little fuck yeah. shit. Only for effect. Only for effect. Right. To make it sound um, like yeah. you wrote it. Talk mm-hmm. to st- do that in school. A little bit of slang in there. Yeah. Email them and call them. Let call them, let call them, them care. Call them a different time with some twang in my voice. <laughs> hey, you. Hey. <laughs> Don't vote for that. <laughs> I don't like that. I haven't heard back <laughs> from, Steve Urkel. from Waldrop yet. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, you're, from you're, what I hear, you're not going to hear back from any of them. I thought there's a. Few, I thought those people had nothing better to no, do. No, they have they have the standard they one now. Their, that they're getting thousands now. Uh, they have the good, standard, but that's good though, right? I mean, it's like three pages. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so Waldrop like laughs about it. Like yeah. I wish I could. Actually. Yeah, but I think I mean to be honest, like in in order to have like substantive, you know, like a, like for them to take you seriously, like you know. The way that I was going to do it was... was He's fist bumping on the fucking floor with other dudes. Are you kidding me? (laughs) There's no substance. Like, what what do you mean? (laughs) But in order to be taken seriously, you know, like my plan was like, all right, email him and just say, hey, Senator Christensen, I've seen this in the the newspaper lately, heard about SB 96. Uh, You know, I'm a person who voted for Prop 3, um, but I've now seen that, you know, your bill covers, you know, less people for more money. Uh, I wanted to give you a chance to kind of explain your reasoning on that. Please let me know, you know, and then let him talk. You know, nah, I don't want to hear his reasoning. No, because because I, I think that <laughs> I don't. That that no. is the beginning of a conversation. If I come at him and say you're dumb, you're wrong, this isn't good, he's not even going to respond. Or if he does, he's going to give me a canned response. Right? He's not going to give me the time of the day. But if I look like, hey, I want to hear what you have to say. Then he's going to give me the courtesy. He's going to reciprocate and say, all right, where are you coming from? And I'm going to say, I'm coming from here. He's going to say to you, you're dumb, you're wrong, but he's going to say it in nicer words. And and, and there's going to be nothing you can say back like, you're lying to me. (laughs) Would they be doing this if it passed with like 65, 70%? Colby, I'm Uh, with you. Like, I I used to be with you on this. (laughs) Like... But if they still won their elections by landslides, he's already said, like in the paper, he's already said, come out and said he does not support any of this, right? Yeah, yeah he like philosophically already, opposed. Right? He philosophically mm-hmm. opposes this. Well, he doesn't. I've got to say to what we were just saying, you know, a lot of them won by landslides, and so they don't feel afraid. Yeah. But in Weber County, honestly, like more Walter. than anywhere else except for Salt Lake County, we got percentages that they did not win by landslides. Right. No. It was they very close. Should be afraid. Yeah, they're balls right here. Yeah, this close to the. Yeah, what is it? Buzzsaw. Those guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm just kind of lumping myself into Weber County right now. That is a, yeah, totally right. good. But you know what? You're right. Like, like Waldrop. Don't right? don't talk to your senator. He's he's where he's at. Talk to the House member because that's where the bill's at. That's where the debate is happening. The House. It, yeah, in the House. Yeah. Express yeah. the way that you feel to your state House rep. Because there are a lot more of them. And like you said, if, especially if you live in House District 8, 9, 11 here in Weber County, those are very close races. And if you are displeased with what they're doing and you express that, they're going to sweat. right? Yep. And they should because they work for you. 
Good stuff. Yeah. So, John, any gripes for the week? Holy you're gonna, crap. you got to get them all out now. I really, I don't know if I have any, to be honest with you. Oh, it's been a good week, huh? Well, I mean, no. I, sickness? <laughs> Can I gripe about sickness? Yeah, gripe about pink My eye, whole man. family's been... Let's hear he it. He hasn't just had pink eye. He's had an ear infection. He's on these antibiotics that give him, like, sores on his ass. You know what? Uh, My kids. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm serious. Worst doctor yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. Amoxicillin? No, I've been there. Amoxicillin, right? Yeah, I And then so. he shits his yeah, brains called, out. Yeah, Call and then John it's Miles like a yeast infection help. or something. I don't know. Yeah. Now I'm putting probiotics in his bottle. I don't even, I don't know what's going on. Desitin is your friend. I'm just wiping up blood and snot. Oh. straw what? up his fucking oh. nose and right. sucking out okay. snot. Okay. This is you know not a grab. This is not a grab session. I mean, I'm getting into it now. No. <laughs> <laughs> your friend, you got last week, about last it. Last week, your kink was cop on My cop. <laughs> it was cops on cops. Uh-huh. This is, it's blood and snot. All right. Oh, man. I, I think I'm cutting you off now. All right. That's it. <laughs> That's all I got. Oh, Shane? Yeah, I want to talk about tariffs. So I had lunch with a guy a couple weeks ago. And I'm a plumber, so we were talking about, I went, I went to lunch with a pipe supplier. So I was asking him, how the tariffs affected you? And he, I said, so the foreign pipe, my whole life, if you want to buy foreign pipe, it's 5% cheaper than- Foreign div- pipe is your whole life? <laughs> no. <laughs> laying pipe is I've never experienced. So it's always 5% cheaper than domestic. <laughs> I ruined this whole story. I don't care. All right, foreign pipe. Cheaper. Gotcha. Keep going. Right, so. I fucking hate you guys. Come on, man. Just lay some pipe. All right. So. Lay it on. He goes, goes, it it went up 25%. The foreign pipe did. So I'm like, oh, that's great. I jump right in. I mean, what would you guys think is going to happen to domestic pipe now? Like, what would. Yeah, you're going to buy it, right? People are going to buy it. It's going to go up. You're right. Yeah. So I'm like, well, that's great. Domestic's going to sell. You're going to have more factories. More guys are going to get, go to work. Kind of what the terrorists are supposed to do. And he goes, no, that's not what happened. He goes, all the guys did at the domestic factories is go hey we can absolutely do nothing we don't have to hire anybody we don't have to build anything and we can just raise 25 percent, and we're right where we are we just have a 25 percent profit right so that's what the terrorists did oh (laughs) right like so that's got to be happening everywhere else if cars are going to be that much more or domestic automakers just going to raise their cars up a little bit yeah Right. Right? They don't want to make more cars. So what you're saying is it's basically this very well-publicized excuse to raise prices. Raise prices. prices. And the rich get richer and the little guys getting shit out of it. Right. It's the new regressive tax. Yeah. Right. It is a regressive tax. That's my gripe. That's your gripe. I I had, I was going to talk about the whole blackface thing, but I don't want to talk about that. It's stupid. And what... The whole state of Virginia now is like, just no, just no. So I'm not going to bring that up. <laughs> what I am going to talk about is the minimum wage. Actually, uh-huh. I did. I did want to talk about. I wanted to ask you guys, what was your first minimum wage job? 
Uh, I work. So, oh, well, so you were a, a, you were a sandwich artist. Yes, sir. He still is. <laughs> I still am. I mean, you never lose. It. Yeah, you never, <laughs> you never lose. <laughs> Once an artist, always an artist. What about you, Kobe? Uh, I was. Uh, I worked in the warehouse at Guitar Center in Riverdale. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Shane, I worked at the IRS. Shut. Get, they didn't shut pay up. minimum That's wage. Just rude, no, bro. I was a whatever, I, dude. I was a junior. I was a student, and they had that little filing place out at the Clearfield Freeport Center. Have you heard about this? So you've never made minimum wage. They didn't ever pay the minimum wage. They paid the students that I think. Oh no, no, no! I've never made minimum job. wage then. No, I was wow. a. I was like, a, how much money do you think I was making? Because it fucking sucked. This I mean, guy, I don't he's know in what, the ninety percent. Talking about the seventies. Wow. I was a. I was a box boy, right? And I got fired from that job. Oh. Um, like where? What I was. I, this really isn't a gripe, I guess. It, I was just thinking like how you can't really live off of minimum wage. Yeah. But then I was thinking like. I didn't want to end on this crappy note about like oh, shitty how shitty minimum wage is, um, but I did want to ask you guys this and ask our audience, and you should all tweet us or whatever at at me, bro. Um, if you could do a job right now, a minimum wage job, and 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 make a living off of it, what would it be? I'll tell you right, mine right now. I would be a delivery, a Jimmy John's delivery driver, right? Like a downtown Salt Lake one on the bike or like in the car? Oh, shit. Freaky, like could, freaky those fast. Dudes, those freaky dudes down fast. on like four south, they jump over the counter. I mean, they yeah, yeah. They, they, whole thing. Those guys are fucking. Those guys are like. There's like 50 employees in there. They it's running. Love it's, their job. It's, right? it's crazy. That's like cool. it really yeah. is freaky fast. That one. I mean, our local ones. There's like, only like three that. people that show up, so they have two people in there. It's like you but. could be listening to like books in your car or like podcasts, huh? Mm-hmm. Nice like plug. Junction City podcast. No, but what would you do? <laughs> yeah, I just still thinking. I'm like, what pays minimum wage? I know what I'd do. What I'd want, I want, I want to make donuts, man. I think that'd be the raddest oh, job. I want to, I want to go in. I want to make donuts, and that's what I want to do. Right, that's take your glaucoma point. medicine and just like watch the donuts <laughs> go in. <laughs> John knows what I'm talking about. Glaucoma medicine. I used to, Not I used single. to make bagels at Einstein's, and I'd get up at like five in the morning, and like you'd start thawing them, and then baking them so they were done by like eight. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, I want a job like that. That'd be cool. I hated waking up that early then, but now I would love it. I wouldn't love it, but I mean, the, the early part is hard, but like, I, it's worth it, dude. I love donuts so mm, much. Yeah, that's a, actually a pretty good one. And like take a couple every once in a while. Or more. Shane? I want to do any of them. <laughs> Man, He's elitist, dude. Yeah. Too good never, for God. Too yeah. good for shit. No, I never yeah. made minimum wage, and he ain't wow. gonna start. <laughs> you guys are beneath me. It's all about discounts. I'd be somewhere, you know, cheap. Yeah. Jazz tickets, cheap airline tickets, whatever toilets I got to clean to get cheap shit. <laughs> it is like Sky West. Yeah. Something like that. All right. Well, That's still not minimum. Still not minimum. Well, that was my my whole thing. All right. Kobe, what's your gripe? Uh, so my gripe comes from Twitter this week. Um, so I think it was over the weekend, uh, I believe. So a senator from Salt Lake County, I think like Draper area, uh, Senator Dan McKay. Oh, yes. So he puts this tweet out there. So obviously, you know, the, the Medicaid expansion, you know, thing that we just talked about is raging. And uh, there's a, there was an article on KSL. KSL, right? <laughs> Of all places. Like, not, not the Salt Lake Tribune, KSL. Like, 
And it's like, it says more than 40 faith leaders oppose efforts to delay or limit Medicaid expansion, right? Mm. So Dan McKay tweets, alternative headline, 40 faith leaders acknowledge the failure of their faith to follow Jesus's command to care for the poor and ask the government to be Christian. And then his mentions blow up because people are pissed. Like, are you, are you seriously going to go out there and say that the, these faiths, you know, like these churches or synagogues or mosques or whatever, your congregation should be covering people's health care and that because they are not, that they failed and that they shouldn't be asking the government to do this thing. Like, like what is that? <laughs> so then he walks it back, right? Because he's yeah. getting blown up. You, yeah. Mm. So he comes back and says, whoa, chose the wrong tweet to drop and walk away for a bit. Here's the thing. Anytime the government has to take over a basic function of society, it's a failure on all our part. Government isn't, shouldn't be the first place we turn to for help. It's the last. My problem with this is that like, so you're saying that these congregations, these faiths should be once again, covering people's health care. And that because they aren't doing that, because it's Jesus said that or Muhammad or whoever, that they are failures and that, you know, that the government should not be doing this. It's not the, the place that we should be going. It's, it's nuts, man. And so he got ripped to shreds. Eventually, these tweets got deleted. He just deleted them. Oh, my God. But I got the screenshots. So, <laughs> <laughs> But the thing that got me thinking, right, because, I mean, the largest religious organization in the state is the LDS Church, mm-hmm. right? And so I, I, I'm pretty sure that um, Senator McKay is a member of that church. So if we follow his line of thinking, he's saying that the LDS Church should be providing for people's healthcare or whatever other basic needs and that if they're not they are failing they are not living up to the savior's you know call to live this gospel right right so is he is he really willing to to go that far and criticize his own church or is it because these are minority churches in utah that he's willing to go that far that's my gripe huh it was a bad take Mm. it's a bad look government should and does have a role in in these issues i feel like it's just that one extra notch above what most um republicans i know believe which is like you know government should not be providing these services and it's religion's role to fill that gap like i think most of them feel like that right he's just taking it that extra step and calling him a failure but i don't really i mean if all the other republicans are thinking it's their problem and just not saying it you know to me, he's just, you know, having a little too much candor. <laughs> How dare he? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, man. So that's my gripe. I hope that you genuinely don't believe that <laughs> and that, yeah, you know, that your church, I'm sure your church or your congregation or whatever group. What's his Twitter th- handle? Uh, we should at him anyway. Oh, you're going to have to have to go back. I think it's it's really straightforward. I think it's just at We're going to stalk him and Dan. We have okay. to come up with a Trump-like nickname for him. JCP is going to stalk him on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we need to troll him. Yeah. We need to call oh, him. He's been getting Loser. Trolled. What's his What's his name? Dan McShay. McShay. Mc, no, no Mc, McKay. Yeah, so. McKay. M-C-C-A-Y, last name. Senator Dan McKay. McKay. Yep. More like Wacky Mackey. Wacky Mackey. That's not bad. I like it. All right. Well, all right. I guess that that wraps everything up for us here. 
Uh, remember to, if you have any suggestions or comments, questions, concerns, you can email us. You can get a hold of us at junctioncitypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up at Facebook. Like us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com, Junction City Podcast. You can go and what do you do on Twitter? Oh man, Twitter is a playground. Follow us. <laughs> follow us, right? You follow us yeah, on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Follow, us. <laughs> follow us on Twitter at Junction City Podcast. Uh, Insta Junction at Junction City Podcast. We I gotta, I gotta update all this stuff. We're gonna live stream someday, <laughs> possibly. <laughs> yeah, or or like visit the website. Visit the website JunctionCityPodcast.com. And remember, everyone, all politics is local. It goes a one, two, three, yeah, it's just another podcast. It's just